Wednesday, June 8th, the 159th day of 2022. There are 206 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Got you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast on Facebook. On YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Got some stargazing opportunities for you in the month of June. Something you might look forward to. And we'll have the return of the water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the No. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, do you need gasoline? I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you think today's the day you're going to have to? I think I am. It, and I put it off yesterday thinking, Meh. not that it's going to get any better. But. Yeah. Yeah, bad is bad. Um, but they say that maybe now Wednesdays and Thursdays are the worst day to buy it. Because the cheapest gas day uh, of the week is now Monday. The most expensive days are now Wednesday and Thursday. So p- more people plan to fill up on Thursdays and Fridays for their weekend travels. So the new prices for the week usually come out on Wednesday and Thursday. So maybe you can avoid it. Um, maybe you'll learn next yeah. week to get it on a different day. Because than I don't Wednesday think I'm going to be able to hold out Thursday. No, maybe a little while tomorrow. But I, I well, don't, you'll I don't be. Think so. It's just going to get worse the rest of the week. So that's okay. It's going to be, uh, you're going to be Fred Flintstoning it if you don't uh, get some gasoline. Over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Good to see you. Yeah. Did you come on foot today? <laughs> no, no, but I'm like you. I'm going to need to get it before the I, end of the day. I didn't see you pull in, um, but and, but I saw you walk in the front of the building. So I thought, well, maybe you've just decided to become a become a pedestrian, uh, and you drive a heavy vehicle. I do. <laughs> well, you know, I bought that thing during COVID when gas was like a dollar twenty, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "Yes, winning." Not now. <laughs> I've got bookends now. I've got some cheap gas receipts, and I've got some expensive gas receipts. Yeah. Uh, there are some. Uh, I know you've got a family of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and Kyle do, and so you are um, maybe looking for ways 
to save money and use less gasoline this summer? I am all ears. If anybody has it, (laughs) (laughs) I know one thing I could do, but we just refuse not to. I could cut the travel out, but, you know, that's just not in the cards. The month of June is full of stargazing opportunities. Should you be so inclined, you can just go out in the backyard. Uh, During the month of June, you can see a strawberry moon. That's going to be June 14th. Uh, the June 16th, you'll see Mercury's greatest Western elongation. That means the planet Mercury will be available in a new light as it nears its point of greatest Western elongation. That's the most separation from the sun. On June 16, on June 21, is the summer solstice. Mm -hmm. It's the longest day of the year. And so that's a milestone. June uh, June 24th, there will be an alignment of Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn all in a line from Earth that you can observe, and it will primarily be visible around dawn all month. But June 24th is when they are best elongated, so you can see five planets at once, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. So that will be... I always uh, find these to be interesting, but they're at the worst possible times. <laughs> like, who's yeah. dragging their kid out of bed at yeah, 1 a.m. or yeah. whatever Well, I guess it depends. That. Yeah, I mean, I did as a kid. That's another fun fact. I did a lot of stargazing and was into astronomy when I was a kid. Okay. And so we did a lot of that. Um, okay. would get up in the middle of the night and kind of okay, well. see the things that were going on. But now I don't so much. <laughs> like you don't want to wake your babies up. You don't well, want to wake them up. Maybe they're still awake at 1 o'clock in the morning. But uh, dawn, dawn is the middle of, I mean, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. some of us, I mean, you, you, you're up closer to dawn. So maybe yes. you can get out there and see it. And then there's a meteor shower on June 27th. It's called the June Booteds. Booted, B-O-O-T-I-D-S, meteor shower starts around June 27th and supposedly will be uh, something something worth too. watching. There was. Yeah, I, uh, think so. I have one. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I have an app on my iPad that is really nice for helping uh, stargaze. Now, you you can do this. You can point it at the ground. Skywalk. And it, it sh- Skywalk. Mm-hmm. And it shows you the things you can't see on the other side of the mm-hmm. earth. But if you just point it up at the sky, it uses your GPS and it tells you what you're looking at. So you can see, oh, okay, I see the constellations here and uh, the other planets and stars and things. So it's uh, yep. it's it's a helpful tool. If you can't afford a big expensive telescope, then this is um, that's uh, something a tool that you can use. We may see a chance for some a uh, few strong cells of thunderstorm activity this afternoon. We'll see uh, the main risk of that being between about five and eight p.m. Central Time. We could see some flash flooding. Um, there's a as a possibility of that. We're going to see some overnight lows, maybe in the 50s in some of the more outlying areas. We'll see a high, uh, 80% chance of rain today, a high of 85. That's primarily later today. Then we'll see a 70% chance of rain tonight, a low of 62, we'll call it. Gradual clearing for tomorrow and a high of 82. Uh, Friday looks rainy. Now, Saturday, there's about a 3 in 10 chance of rain. Sunday looking pretty good. And then, I don't know about this time next week, but we're going to be dealing with uh, mid-90s next week summer so is here just be uh just be prepared yeah well right on cue right <laughs> well almost uh when it uh, summer arrives on the 21st i like a lot of americans probably yesterday when glanced at your television uh and saw matthew mcconaughey standing in the uh, press room at the white house kind of rolled eyes and went 
what's Matthew McConaughey doing in the White House uh, in the press briefing room at the White House? I also didn't like it when they let Olivia Rodrigo in there and you know other celebrities. I'm like, what's what's this? The White House, you know, just do just let let the president in there, let uh, the press secretary in there, and just leave that at that. I just figure Matthew McConaughey has uh, plenty of opportunities to be in front of cameras. He doesn't have to do it in front of the backdrop of the White House. But then when I went back and listened to most of his 22-minute speech uh, and his, his presentation where he didn't take questions, I kind of thought, hmm, Matthew McConaughey makes some very good points. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Matthew McConaughey gave a very uh, centrist position statement, uh, mentioned a lot of the big themes that I think those of more conservative ideology also said – yeah, that's what we that's part of the calculus that you've got to take into consideration in trying to fix this senseless violence problem that we have. Uh unfortunately what the media did was they just took the part where he talked about the little girl and the Converse shoes and banged the podium and that's all you got from a national news perspective is like okay, you know, this is this is touching and and it's a heartfelt plea and I get that, but if you take the time to go look at the full 22 minutes you go. He says a lot more. He's than saying that. a lot of the right things, but he's talking about family values. He's talking about American values, and it made me wonder: Were people from the administration ready to r- rush in there and escort him off? Like, hey, you can't go talking about family did values he meet, around did he here. He met with the president before he actually did his presentation. Correct. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think they knew he was going to say that, and I think that if you're if you're objective looking into that, you have to have that centric point of view. You, you're going to have people on both sides. And, of course, he is a well, I think, in my opinion, well-liked media person, person that is or, mm-hmm. or an actor. And I think people, you know, really respect what he says. So I think he had to say that. And what he said was, you know, pretty on point. I it think. was a well-rounded mm-hmm thought process it was a well-rounded monologue it didn't put the weight of the senseless violence on any one particular thing it put it on several fronts and that's kind of what i've been pleading for Mm -hmm. is that there's not a singular solution to this there's a multi-pronged attempt to solve this and it talks about you know just the fact that he talked about family values and he talked about being a gun owner himself he knew plenty of pro second amendment americans who are tired of irresponsible gun ownership, right? People who are the people who are acting, um, who, who prove they can't behave are making it harder for people who are acting responsibly with firearms. And so I just, you know, he talked about mental health. He talked about family values. He talked about American values. He talked about responsible gun ownership. And then I saw on Twitter, a lot of people said, well, I mean, I know he's from Texas, but what's this have to do with Matthew McConaughey? He was born in Uvalde, <laughs> I was Texas. Say, that's his hometown. <laughs> he, he was born in Uvalde, Texas. Yes. And so he's a native son. And so I just, if you've not heard the full thing, like if the media prism that you look through just gave you the him, ba- you know, him banging on the podium and moving on, take the time to go look at it and just hear all that he has to say. And I think you'll find that he's making some sense from a very centrist point. And this is what I say about our country. The middle has eroded, at least when you watch it on television. 
Mm-hmm. You just the the networks want to make you to think that there we have no common ground that everything is polar opposite and that's not true. Where we succeed as a nation, where we succeed as parties, is meet, is working in the middle and understanding that there's a cooperative that needs to take place. Why was a guy like Bill Clinton so successful as president? He presided as a centrist. He was a Democrat, but he worked from the middle. And this is just this we're we're lacking that mm-hmm. in this day and time agreed so but uh, anyway do, uh, do yourself a favor and look into it and at least he's challenging some thinking and i think that's uh, think that's good federal government also warning though the possibility of copycats you, know, you see this you see this happen and uh you you see these violent acts happen and they tend to breed other uh copycat types of crimes so you just need to be uh aware of extremist terrorism in uh, in our nation and i also fear that when people get uncomfortable when they don't have enough uh, money to do the things that they think they need to do, whether that's get in the car and ride around. People start, it, it. they just make rash decisions. They don't think clearly. And so I fear for what the summer may hold And for it's us. top of mind for people too. So you're going to see it. It's, it's almost like a cause and effect. You know, this happened, this tragic thing happened. And now the media, that's, that's what everybody's talking about. And so you're going to see more and more of that, which I think then breeds a little more of that. Okay. Well, you know, copycat mm-hmm. stuff so at the core of a lot yeah. of these bad actors they just want attention and unfortunately yeah. they'll settle for bad attention exactly you know, they'll exactly. settle for attention for the wrong reasons and so I, I fear some of that uh we were telling you this time yesterday about a fatal uh workplace accident at matulsa they did issue a statement yesterday that uh, confirmed the loss of one of their employees and just said uh, we'd like to share that in the early morning hours of today, this was issued yesterday, an accident occurred in our plant, which unfortunately one of our employees lost his life. We were very saddened by this event. And one of our main priorities is to be close to the affected family and colleagues to offer them our support and care. For the moment, we are unable to share further details as we continue op- cooperating with the proper authorities who are still investigating the incident. So I think uh, most of the media community uh, received that statement uh, yesterday. You can read stories at K105.com today about State Representative Samara Heverin. She has been appointed the co-chair of a task force studying early childhood care and education. She's been elected by Kentucky House leadership to co-chair uh, with the appointment. Uh, she continues to play a, a, a growing role in childhood issues in the Commonwealth. We'll spend the next six months along with other task force members studying early child care and education in Kentucky. She is entering a phase as, as a legislator. Uh, you know, she's not she's not been there many, many years, but she's been there long enough that she's building a resume for where her talents and leadership lies. And she will start being relied upon by leadership to say, you know, whether it's co-chairing or whether it's being the chair of certain committees. So it'll be interesting to see what and happens over the next term. Important. It's an important sector of my world, so I'll be interested to see what they come up with. Absolutely. There are two people who are facing drug trafficking charges after a traffic stop in Morgantown. The Morgantown police report that um, Monday about one thirty-five, Monday morning about one thirty-five, they conducted a traffic stop on a Chevy HHR. The driver of the vehicle was a 60-year-old Raleen uh, Spear and gave police consent to search. They found multiple uh, containers of drugs. A passenger, 51-year-old Brian Powell, uh, they were both arrested, charged, and lodged, at least for some period of time. There are 65 new cadets 
who are beginning their training for the Kentucky State Police. The 65 cadets reported Sunday to Frankfurt where they will go through 24 weeks of intense training that includes classroom and field study in subjects such as law, use of force, weapons training, first aid, criminal investigation, and computer literacy. If you've been following along, you know that the Kentucky State Police at a tremendous deficit from their staffing levels of where they were and where they need to be and where they have been over the last year, the legislature and the state government in general has done what they could to try and make it more attractive to join the ranks of the Kentucky State Police. I've noticed them a little more present as of late, just around. Yeah. I've, you know, I've seen, I guess maybe that's a, a, you know, attribute to what happened or how much they were able to get some funding, but I have noticed that I've seen them a little more present in the community. Probably um, even when they can hire a few people to add yeah. to the roles to kind of get back to their mm-hmm. full strength number, uh, you start to see a, a little more activity. The board overseeing Kentucky's largest school district has filed a lawsuit over legislation passed this year that would shift some authority from the panel to the superintendent. Jefferson County's Board of Education said on Monday that it's, uh, it sued State Education Commissioner Jason Glass in Jefferson County Circuit Court to block portions of the sweeping education measure that's set to take effect on July 14. It targets the school district by shifting more authority to Superintendent Marty Opolio and by limiting how often the board can meet. The lawsuit challenges the constitutionality of the new limits. I read where Four Roses Bourbon is adding uh, warehouses in part of their expansion here in the Commonwealth. Their work on the new warehouses at Cox's Creek is expected to be completed by 2024. They will build 17 warehouses, showing the uh, bourbon industry continuing to grow. Did they have a... Didn't there's burn not too... A few years ago, was that? I was trying Heaven to think. Hill? Was it Four Roses? Or Four um, Roses, I'm sorry. Maybe it was Heaven Hill or it might Buffalo have been, Trace. Yeah. I don't remember. One of those right in that Buffalo area. Trace. I was, I've been to Buffalo Trace in the last couple of years. We had a mm-hmm. KBA board meeting there. Those places are fascinating. They really uh, are. They're just are really, really impressive. Finding out that uh, Derby winner Rich Strike is the morning line third choice in the Belmont. Um, I saw... I have picked my, I have picked my Belmont horse. Uh, the horse ran in the Preakness, did not run in the Derby, <laughs> but coming out of the second gate at the Belmont is the horse that finished fifth in the Preakness, and I'm going just solely on the name alone, mm. Skippy Longstocking. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard many better horse names than that's pretty good than Skippy Longstocking. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I like. Huh. I see what you did there. You put yeah. a little twist on Pippi. I haven't even looked. I have not paid a single bit of attention to the Belmont, I guess, Nor have after I. the Derby. It's, <laughs> and, if that, and if he didn't run in the Preakness, I'm just not yeah. really if, Especially if there are no the contenders. If the, yeah. if, the, if the crown's not involved, I'm not, uh, I'm not too interested. So, But uh, there you go. Somebody let me know if Skippy Longstocking wins because I'm <laughs> probably not going to be watching. we got to get to a break. we got plenty more on the way. Hang around. Some iOS 16 changes on the way. Finally, you can unsay send a message. We'll tell you about it coming up here on In the Know. Sits a ragged tent Where there ain't no trees And that gospel group Telling you and me Today is Upsy Daisy Day. Upsy Daisy. 
It is World Oceans Day today. Saw a feature on Sunday morning about how much heat our oceans are absorbing from our atmosphere. It's pretty, pretty remarkable on how much compared to trees and some of the other things on Earth that absorb heat. That's the theme at the library. It is. This summer is oceans. Yes. Uh, Elena went Monday. And so it's, it's really cute the way they have it decorated and themed out. So that's why I saw a picture of her standing inside a shark's yes. mouth. Yes. All right, very it's good. really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is jelly-filled donut day today. <laughs> I'll pass. I don't mind cream-filled donuts, but I don't really care for for uh, jelly donut days, but uh, for jelly donuts in particular. But I did run across a list of odd donut flavors, uh, toothpaste and orange juice. That's not That wouldn't be Why good. Why would you do that? Uh, Thousand Island donut, not good. Mm. Pencil shavings uh, <laughs> and anchovy. Ugh. No thanks. Who Who is putting pencil shavings? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just you know, people just have to be weird. extra people that eat Tide Pods, uh, I suppose. Well, <laughs> today is Farmers Market Day at the yes, Grayson County is. Extension Office on uh, on Quarry Road. Uh, I think I heard you. I was I was only passively paying attention, but I think I heard you sharing a fairly robust list of things available at the Farmers Market today. Yeah, we have a couple of vendors set up, and they're. From what I saw this morning, there was blueberries out there. So blueberries are starting to be, they're ready now. So, and they're one of those that are only in season for a short period of time, mm-hmm. like strawberries. So there's a, there's a vendor out there set up with blueberries. There's um, some various vegetables uh there, what did I say? Zucchini, some squash, cabbage. I thought onions, I heard cucumbers. Cucumbers. I think they've got yeah. some early cucumbers out there and some baked goods. So. Yeah, because cucumbers, I went, oh, yeah, I could slice some of those up Do and some, some onion yes. and some vinegar, and mm-hmm. that would. Uh, I usually I usually perk up at that. So, yes. farmers market Wednesdays and Saturdays. What seven? Seven. Yeah, seven thirty to sell out. Which you know, usually that's around lunchtime or a little after. Everybody gets tired. They got stuff to do. They yeah. got more produce to pick. They got to go on. Uh, I was, uh, if you've been watching the developers conference through Apple this week, you're seeing a lot of. This is the time of year where they start to, they set the stage for what their fall season looks like when they roll out new uh, devices, and they will say. Here are the new devices on the way, and then they usually unveil, they usually release them sometime in September, and then it helps drive their fourth quarter sales up to the holidays. But one of the things they're doing in advance of that, they, they may be restructuring their Apple Watches. I think they're phasing out the Series 3, and they're coming up with a new, more rugged Apple Watch, and they'll kind of have one. They'll have like three different tiers. Depending, you know, They've got a budget one. They've got one for nerds, and then they've got one for athletes, basically the gotcha. way that they're uh, doing that. But as part of the new iOS 16, they say that the wall between iOS and macOS is coming closer to being removed than ever before. If you use a Mac, your operating system is different than your iOS, but the features are becoming, the line between the two is becoming more and more grayed to the point that one of the big features in iOS 16, you'll be able to edit an iMessage. You will able to recall a message. So, for instance, if you call Brian Brain, because autocorrect didn't catch it, you'll be able to hold down on that message. It'll give you an edit opportunity, and then you can correct your spelling 
instead of having to send a separate message, which is what I do, that proves <laughs> that proves you have the ability to spell the word properly. Yes. You Half just of didn't. My text messages for whatever are that reason. they're the miss they're the respelling of what mm-hmm. I misspelled in my text message. The I'm so bad about it that I do it. She and I do it. Like I'm well aware of her spelling prowess and she's well aware of my spelling and grammatical prowess be it good or be it average whatever level it is she's aware she's known me long enough to know have figured out whether i can speak or not but yet if i get something we wrong in a message it. i gotta correct it we you know it. Like, but here's my question on that if they sent if you send it because you know if i'm sitting here i get a text message almost instantly and i open it what happens if you sent it and then I mean, how long is that delay? You see what I'm saying? You can edit it for up to 15 minutes. So there is a timeline that you can correct it for 15 minutes. Uh, You can also recall one up to 15 minutes. But it does leave a data trail that it was edited or that you recalled a message. So if if I send something to you and you didn't see it, I can't just go, let's pretend that never happened. It will leave a notice that says that you recalled the message. Yeah. So those are one of the two primary. I, I hope that I know that people want Twitter to have an edit button. I know, but it just makes it more fun when it's not. It does make <laughs> it much more fun. I also think that the foundation in which Twitter operates on, I think it, it unravels if you get either ratioed or you light the world on fire with tweets and retweets and blowback, you don't want the original poster to be able to go back and go, I'm going to change these two words. So then when people read it, they go, why are all these people up in arms? Yes. So I, I do think I do like the ability to edit things. We all get in a hurry, but I, if we know we could have 15 minutes, if you have to remember that within 15 minutes, you have to correct something if you get a spelling error. Does that mean we should just be more diligent right. about looking at reviewing it before we press in? Well, and, and here's here's one other thing I'll say. What if you are arguing with someone? That yeah. would be, I think, where people would use mm-hmm. it is that if they're arguing with someone and they say something that they mm-hmm. were like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. And then they recall that message. Yes. You know, and maybe that's where we're looking. It's sort of the Twitter aspect. You know, I don't really know that I want to say what I said. And so we're going to take it back. But I'm to the point where I'm like, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's because I do. I have tried to, you know, in, in my growing as an adult, think about the things that I say before I say them. Now, I'm not 100% perfect, but I try. And so that's why you Guess the take- think about it before you say, would my mama approve? The takeaway that's is fine. this. Take your screenshots first. Yes. <laughs> right. Before, yes. before you yes. respond. Write it in your notes take first. Your, take yeah. your screenshots <laughs> first. Yeah. And then, so when they, then yeah. they change the message, you say, nope. I this got a screenshot. Here, here, here's what it said. I'm going to need my own folder for screenshots. You know, oh, they get dear. mixed up in there. Yeah. A new survey says, this is interesting, 83% of people wouldn't even tell their family if they won the lottery. I'm in that. Uh, I, I agree. People dream of boasting about their achievements and quitting their job and buying a dream house and moving out of the country and whatever. Nope. But a new survey finds that 83% of people would never tell a soul about their winnings. Well, you're going to have to tell at least one soul. And, and that soul is going to have to be your accountant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your, your accountant is going yeah. to have to know. Um, 
but only uh, it, it, so it's uh, the last thing you'll want to do is lose it once you win it. Unfortunately, some people only learn that lesson too late. Eighty-three percent will keep their winnings a secret to avoid the grubby hands of their friends and family. Meanwhile, 88% would donate the money, giving a slice of the jackpot to charity and relatives in need. Interestingly, 2% are ready to walk away from their significant other and uh, once they know that they're a winner. Well, you got bigger uh-huh. problems than <laughs> winning, winning the lottery. That's, a... that's all that's holding you together. Because, one, <laughs> winning the lottery is not going to happen. So if that's all that's keeping you in it, you might want to reevaluate. Yes. Uh, I don't think or, I would tell. Or figure out figure out what's wrong and try and repair that rather than pinning your hopes to winning the lottery mm-hmm. and being able to have uh, independence. I uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you all. I I would not if, if I trust my accountant. <laughs> yeah, I'm me, sure you probably yeah, too, me, right? Me, me too. Um, I I think it would be hard for there not to be some byproducts mm-hmm. that would lead friends and family to kind of go what happened to them yeah they're doing something a little bit differently they're gone a whole lot <laughs> but i really don't know that i would change a whole lot i think oh. i would just bank some of that or give it to charity or put it back in my of course i still have kids that i need that need college funds and things like that that's I where would i would pigeonhole all of that i would slowly yes i wouldn't just stop and yes. you know but i would slowly and then everybody would look back and go Huh. Over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will tell you that it would just immediately change the stuff I worry about. Oh, me too. It's not that worries go away because you just worry mm-hmm. or concern yourself with other things. Um, a, being a wise steward, because I think that the benefits that you're afforded on earth are not just to store away and do nothing with and sure. just say, ooh, I'm going to take all this with me when I leave no. this earth. You're, mm-hmm. you're with anything that you have, you're charged with, with the dominion that you have over things, whether they be material blessings or the environment or whatever, you're supposed to be good stewards of that. So mm-hmm. it creates a different type of worries. But the things I worry about today probably don't get worried about as much. Yeah. I have um, different worries. That's I right. Guess. And yeah. so mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I think the worst thing you can do is just do a complete one eighty and just say, I'm never going back or I'm not because in most cases, no matter what you do, someone's relying upon you in some way for something. Mm-hmm. It could be your coworkers, it could be your employees, it could be your church congregation, it could be your right. what your children, it could be whatever. So you probably shouldn't just do something drastic and then i read this so i have not spent any time on reddit but we do get a lot of stories from reddit and they have that forum that's called it's basically the am i the butthead forum (laughs) yes and there's a podcast i think that they have there is the aita Mm -hmm. and and so they don't use the word but they use a different word other Mm -hmm. than butthead um (laughs) it's the opposite from the head but never mind you can figure it out uh, but it talks about a lady, 23-year-old female, who had just come off a long flight. She was waiting for her bags in the baggage claim area. And there was a family adjacent to her who had a 10- to 12-year-old son who suddenly decided the baggage claim area was the perfect area to ride his skateboard around the baggage claim area. He was getting in people's way, and he ran into the poster, knocked her over, and it hurt really bad, and she reacted. She said, I was so furious that as another man was helping me up, I looked at his parents and said, oh, good decision. 
I think letting him ride a skateboard inside a crowded room was a great choice. A plus. So she asked. <laughs> so the mama of the 10, year, 10 to 12-year-old basically then says, well, who do you think oh. you are? And the husband has to pull her away, and they go and relocate on the other side of the carousel. So overwhelmingly, the people in the forum said, no, you are not the butthead. You were right. She said, I'm normally a passive person. She said, I normally just overlook and I move on. But he knocked me over. It hurt. It wasn't that they weren't doing anything to dissuade him from skateboarding. And so she said, I just basically called out their behavior. I agree with her. I, I do too. And I have young kids that would probably be a butthead like that. So would I, they? Well, mine, no, I say that. They have tendencies to. This This baby of mine might eventually be that way. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but my two older, my older children know that I will. Um, and just this Sunday was like, if you don't act straight. Yeah. To, you know, so it's one of those things that I would agree with the lady that had her legs taken out from under her. That's why I was saying, I think in you, like your children, is they know, like I, what I know about your children is, well, but they have guardrails. Even yes. if they go to step out of the lane, yes. you're, that there. you're the guardrail that says, get back in your lane oh, and do that. Mm-hmm. But these people were just, whatever he wants to do, you know, whatever Trevor wants to do, <laughs> sorry, Trevor, <laughs> whatever he wants to do yeah. and ride his skateboard it's been a long flight for him let him burn off some of this energy not at the expense Mm -hmm. of other people right now if it were a completely i mean i've been in airports where it's been there's nobody there late at night okay i can see but as soon as somebody rolls their you know their selves in to get their baggage i'm like you here now you know yep well that's the so like to use a travel example uh at the at the monorail between the airport terminals in Orlando, yeah. they have the metal poles like they have on subways. And Alea, she would like to like run and swing around yeah, those, and, around. right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as anybody else enters that car, she stands right next to us, yes. right? And so there's just a difference in having Parenting. fun and doing that stuff. That's <laughs> that's exactly the point. Yeah. So unfortunately, if other people aren't going to have to, sometimes we do just have to point out and go. Are you all serious? Yeah. You just let your kids <laughs> act like this? So, yeah, she's not the butthead as far as uh, I'm concerned. So, Got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question, your chance to win, is coming up here on In the Know. Did you know people who regularly play video games are faster at making real life decisions <laughs> i can see that what counts as video games like i don't the games i play yeah, I wonder are the they same thing. i don't think what i play are video games mario kart yeah that would count yeah, yeah. My son play, but see my son plays baseball and on, you play sim games yeah yeah simulator games so, yeah, and I cannot make a quick decision. Or is so. it like the Call of Duties, the, you know, those types of where you, you have to have make to, a slick, you that, know, you have to. Well, that would make more sense. I think that, um, I, I, be, I believe that factoid. I also believe that that is proof that content that we immerse ourselves in impacts our decision making oh, in absolutely. some way. And so. When we talk about some of the ills that we have, you know, when if 
if everything is just shoot them up just all the time, then eventually mm-hmm. you just become like, well, you just, you know, just shoot them up. You know, that's just what you just, you just do that. So here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you're not one in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win with the water cooler question. Your chance to win theme park tickets. You can have uh, four beach bend or two holiday world or two Kentucky kingdom, whichever your choice, whatever your travels may take you. And whichever you would prefer, two seven zero two five nine six thousand is the number you text your answer to. And the water cooler question is this: About a third of people do this more often than they did five years ago. A third of people do this more often than they did five years ago. What is it? So, about thirty three percent of people do this more often than they did five years ago, and I believe it. Text your answer to 270-259-6000. Tiger Woods will not play the U.S. Open. He says his body needs more time to heal. You could tell from the PGA Championship that he just did not have the endurance and the stamina required to compete uh, for four days, you know, for 72 holes in a major. He did pretty well in the Masters, but you could tell he was fatiguing. And it just did not. The PGA t- uh, Championship didn't go well, so he's gonna he's gonna skip the U.S. Open, but hopes to be ready for the Open Championship. What we hear in the states, what we Yanks call the British Open, which is slated to begin July 14th. So, hopefully, Tiger continues to get better. Be interested to see that new Saudi that LIV tournament yeah. or Live tournament. Be interested to see. <laughs> I, does it start tomorrow? I think it, if they're doing the traditional Thursday through Sunday, seventy-two hole format, then they may be teeing it up tomorrow. So there's several that went over into that. Didn't yeah, they? Dustin Johnson and some of those guys. You know, Kevin Na and uh, just other various people. But I think we'll. I think you can watch it on YouTube. I think so. It's going to have its own. Like I know I. You seem to know. Well, I do because my husband has all of a sudden decided that he loves golf again, so we're into that too. But <laughs> so we we watch that, you know, we kept up with it. But it's uh, I have heard news stories about it, but as, as far as I know, I don't I don't know the exact channel it's on. On the heels of the Tokyo Olympics controversy mm-hmm. involving the Russian figure skater Kamiya v- Valieva. They are raising the minimum age to compete in the Olympics in figure skating to 17. She was um, she was only 15. Of course, she got banned for uh, using a substance that they weren't supposed to use. And then there was big uh, controversy on she was getting some bad guidance from people around her. And so they aren't they're allowing the 16 year old, the now 16 year olds to go ahead and compete in the next year. But they're basically raising they're raising the ceiling as they go, mm-hmm. so that if you're not already within that window, you can't compete. Right. So that will really take place in the Winter Olympics in uh, Milano and Cortina. It wasn't Tokyo; it was Beijing where they had the Winter Olympics this mm-hmm. year in February. So the the Winter Olympics are still four years away. Feels like years ago. The it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Las Vegas Raiders will play in the Hall of Fame game. The NFL preseason dates and times have been uh, released, but the first opportunity at preseason NFL football, Thursday, August 4th on NBC. Watch some uh, Josh Allen. All right. Let's see. 
Scanning through all the various entries. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do have a winner. Swearing. Swearing is the correct answer. Okay. I can get behind that. Yeah, me too. More people swearing than they were five years ago. I was thinking more of an actual physical... Well, I had complain, which, I mean, I think you swear sometimes when you complain. Oh, yeah. I really hate to be that get off my lawn, you know, old white guy thing. But back to my point about people who regularly play video games, they make decisions. And so that that content Mm -hmm. impacts us. The things that I hear just on radio, like the things I hear, just radio Mm -hmm. programs that you listen to every day, whether it's KSR or whatever, the words that you will I will hear commonly on that show Words that I don't, you'll never hear on this show. Right. And I think, really? Is that what, is that what we're, that's what we're doing? Mm-hmm. But people have just decided and like, that ah, okay. well, we're not going to, yeah. we're not going to pay any attention to that. And the profanity involved just in society, period, is unbelievable. I don't really know how we, uh, how we got to that point, but nonetheless, I, I pay attention to it. Uh, Bullet Train, we were at the cinema on Saturday and saw one of the previews we saw was the trailer for the new Brad Pitt uh uh movie bullet train he wears a bucket hat and these you know nerdy glasses i thought it looked really good bucket train is that is that about like an actual train or yeah is bullet it... train it's uh it's in japan okay. they have the bullet train that travels that's basically their subway okay or or their amtrak okay. is and so it's kind of a murder on the orient express type of thing where there's a briefcase on the train okay. and about 12 people are trying to steal it so there's a lot of there's comedy there's uh it, jackie chan could very easily yes, be in it you know there's a lot of uh high energy stunts and i thought it looked good i would watch it just because of him he's aging well yeah. and wearing yes, that bucket hat yeah. mm-hmm. uh, his character in oceans 11 is still one of my favorite characters oh, my in any movie mm-hmm. and the fact uh and i don't know if you know this i think it's widely known but he's eating in every scene like in every every scene that he's in in Ocean's Eleven, he he's eating something. Maybe and not the did entire they do that scene. On purpose? Yeah, they did okay. it on purpose. Okay. And so when he's when he he like he's playing the he's teaching the kids how to play poker. Yeah. He's got like peanuts or snacks or whatever. <laughs> he's eating a sandwich. He's if you go back, he's eating oh, in every to. scene that well, he's in. I, in Ocean's he's Eleven. actually really like him in. Um, not he's good in Fury too, but it's the one where he is in with the Nazis and he is an American soldier fighting. And oh, he's inglorious. Inglorious, yes, that's what it is. Inglorious, one yes. of the words I won't use yes. on the air. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Uh, he's funny in that one too. Ozark's Julia Garner. I've not seen Inventing Anna. Uh, you have. It's so good. But so Julia good. Garner, who's coming off of Ozark and some other success, she has been offered the role of playing Madonna. In a biopic that's coming out about her, I can see her yes. pulling that off. I but now I'm conflicted since I put Madonna in a box. Mm-hmm. Like I don't listen to Madonna music or watch Madonna content. Will I watch Julia Garner play Madonna? Oh, really? I could Probably. See her. I was gonna say I could see her. She would. She would oh. do well. Mm-hmm. Another of the trailers we saw at the theater is the new Elvis biopic. Who that yeah. uh, that new kid who I didn't know who is playing Elvis? They considered Harry Styles for the role of playing Elvis, but Boz Luhrmann said no to Harry Styles because Harry Styles is already so iconic. 
that you wouldn't be able to look at Harry Styles and think of Elvis. You would look at Harry Styles and think of Harry Styles. That's true. So they went with this kid that nobody knows, basically, mm-hmm. so that he can soak up the essence of the movie. So I thought it was, it was I hadn't considered that, but it makes, uh, makes good sense. Yeah. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Middle. B's point to ponder for today. I don't know if I can talk you into revealing this or not, but I'll ask you, what nickname do you have for a coworker or customer that they aren't aware of? You don't you don't have to you don't have to name I'll, I'll say this. You can give the nickname without giving who the nickname is for, if that helps. I don't have a coworker, but we do have a a family friend that just recently got a new nickname. Yeah. Because of some, it's it's a really funny nickname. I'll tell you off air. It's not a bad one. It's funny. But. I I have, of course, I'm a nickname person, but mm-hmm. most of them are are widely known. But there there are a couple that like oh. I I, well, your I roles are easy because you're media. You all have. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's. We, that, we have some others too. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, we all do. Like my kids have like six or seven. Well, my son's nickname is Marv. Okay. Everybody knows him as Marv. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, but they do. I mean, people know him as Marv. That's yeah. funny. But that's known. I think the yeah. ones that, like, people that go, you call me this when I'm not around? Like, that's, oh, that's my true. nickname in your mind? Yeah. I'm thinking of one in particular, but I couldn't I've got say a couple. it. I've got a couple in mind. On air, even if I wanted to. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking that one, too. Yeah. No, our, our, our girls at the office, we, you know. Natalie has a nickname, but that's just her nickname that everybody calls her, you know, that mm-hmm. we just know of. We don't call her that. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On TV tonight on the NBA Finals, Golden State at Boston, game number three. Is that – who has the lead in that series? Do you know? Is it tied I have up? no I don't, idea. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, but Boston's I don't – involved, I'm not interested. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in Golden State winning. Let's make a deal primetime on CBS. So you think you can dance on Fox and on BET, the series premiere of something called – all the Queen's Men. Well, all right. Mm. Riveting. Is that a drama? <laughs> I mean, I don't really... I won't be watching it. <laughs> there you go. Today's highlight in history. This date in 1864, Abraham Lincoln was nominated for another term as president. In 1867, modern American architect Frank Lloyd Wright was born in Richland Center, Wisconsin. The merger between the NFL and AFL took place this date in 19. 19- 66. Well, the merger was announced this date in 66. It actually took place in 70. I was listening to something this morning on this radio station that was talking about the prices that they received or that they purchased NFL teams for versus now what they are making. And yeah, I think ma- Rick and Bubba were talking yes, about that. Yeah. And they, I was surprised by that. It was crazy. Yeah, what they bought to what yes. they're worth now. I yes. mean, even you think, you think what Jerry Jones paid for the Cowboys and people said he was crazy. So then and in the 20s, you, you could buy an NFL team for like $100. Yeah, it was, they yeah. were, they were expensive to operate. Which was a lot then. In 2008, the average price of a regular gallon of gasoline Shh, don't tell me. crept up to $4 a gallon in 2008. I, I mean, I remember went, that. People went, oh, $4. Yep. And so now we. Now we'll see Thank where goodness it goes. I was on where, campus where, and could walk everywhere. <laughs> where it goes from here. I mean, I this morning I went, do I really have to go that there today that I was going? Like, no, really, I, do, I don't it, have it, to. It really is a mental thing. Now, for work, I mm-hmm. still go and do things that I have to go to. But there are, you know, there are trips that I'm like, well, if I can make mm-hmm. this trip all in one thing, I'm, I'm, I'm a little better right. at uh, planning accordingly, if mm-hmm. you will. Can I be just as productive by not doing yeah. this? Here? Can mm-hmm. I accomplish what I need? You know, that's... Uh, 
Oh, no. My chart topper might have just busted. Five years ago today, FBI Director James Comey, testifying before Congress, asserted that President Trump had fired him to interfere with his investigation of Russia's ties to the Trump campaign. Oh, I can't wait till that January 6th commission gets underway tomorrow. Going to be nothing bad come out about that. Nancy Sinatra is 82 today. Bonnie Tyler is 71. Totally clips with a heart. Or I Need a Hero from mm-hmm. the Footloose soundtrack. Keenan Ivory Wayans is 64. Mick Hucknell, the lead singer from Simply Red, is 62. Juliana Margulies is 55. Kanye is 45 today. Sturgill Simpson is 44 today. And U.S. Olympic track gold medalist Athing Mu or Mo is 20 today. Boy, she's a tremendous runner. I like mm-hmm. Moo better. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You can call her Moo if you want to. Uh, I, I think her last name is actually spelled M. It's M-U, so mm-hmm. it's Moo. I think some people call her Mo. Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. There were a couple of gone, not, gone but not forgotten's today. Uh, Barbara Bush, f- former first lady, 1925. Mm-hmm. Jerry Stiller, 1927. King of Queens and yeah. oh, he other. Was good. Yeah, love him. Seinfeld. Yeah. And Joan Rivers, born this date in 1933. Barry Como was number one in 1949 with Some Enchanted I Evening. See a stranger Christmas music. I know. It, it doesn't really matter what the words are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no on Perry Como. You all no. are, you all well, are so out. That's Christmas. That's why I said it sounds like Christmas. <laughs> 1958. Jimmy Rogers. Secretly. Oh, Jimmy. You naughty fellow. Some enchanted evening. Oh, here's another one. Please release me. Engelbert Humperdinck. Number one, 67. You just do that one because you like to say the name. That's true. What a name, right? Okay. All right. Would something from 1985 be more preferable? I have a feeling. At least to one of you. <laughs> At least she knows we're getting closer <laughs> to her. Say, almost my birth year. Brian Adams, number one. Alex. Heaven. Yeah. Uh, fantasy phone in to you. No telling how many songs this was dedicated on our station. <laughs> I believe this was... I, I feel like this one or one of his other songs was my friend's... Um, Wedding song, like the one that they danced to. And I can't really? think if it was this one or another one. Well, yeah. there was a country remake of that more recently, I think. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, all for one, I swear, number uh, number one. Middle school dance. I'm just so <laughs> going to peg you for middle school dance on that one. 03, Diamond Rio, I believe, I was number him. one. Oh, and my favorite. Kip Moore, something about a truck, number one, 10 years ago today. Yay. But we were talking about trucks before the show, weren't yep. we, Whitney? Yep. All right, there's uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom comes your way now. All the so-called secrets of success will not work unless you do. All the so-called secrets of success will not work unless you do. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.